Welcome to Beyond the Numbers, where Weaver professionals talk business and accounting. We'll explore a wide variety of topics from tax law and accounting standard changes to managing cyber, fraud, financial, and operational risks. What do these issues mean to your business? Join us as we go Beyond the Numbers to find out. Welcome to Weaver Beyond the Numbers Real Estate Edition Livecast. I'm Rob Nowak, tax partner with Weaver. As always, I'm joined by my partner, Howard Altshuler, partner in charge of real estate services. Howard, what are we talking about today? Well, Rob, when was the last time you bought something online and had to return it? Oh, probably about 24 hours ago. <laughs> and what was the process like? You know, it, it surprised me. I w- it was through a, an e-commerce platform. So I went online, selected the purchase, indicated I wanted to return it. I got a return code and then a choice of not mailing labels to print out, but physical locations I could take the item to, or at my option, I could print out a shipping label, put it in a box and and take it back. But I thought it was interesting. The options uh, that first popped up were returned to a physical location, and it was multiple physical locations just within the immediate geography. Yeah, my daughter had the same thing happen yesterday. She bought something online and returned it back to the, you know, the UPS store just by itself. Likewise. So you, yeah, so you entered the world of re- reverse logistics. Had you heard about that one before? Um, I, I, I know what logistics are. I'm guessing reverse logistics is the return process is, is what you're referring to. Exactly. But it's something that a lot of people don't think about because, you know, just like shipping stuff out to you and getting, you know, two-day delivery, next-day delivery, two-hour delivery, mm-hmm. um, we kind of take it for granted that everything goes smoothly when we're returning things. But there's really a lot to it and probably a lot more to it um, than there is when you're shipping something out, you know, to the customer. Well, what I thought was interesting about the process is this particular e-commerce platform, I see their trucks throughout my neighborhood on a fairly regular basis. I thought it would be interesting if they actually offered a service where, you know, if they're making a delivery near your location anyway, why not just offer to pick up that item and and actually return it back to their warehouse? I'm guessing that there's going to be a different service center or different industrial site that returns are processed at perhaps versus where items are shipped out of. Maybe, maybe not. And, you know, that's kind of, since we are the real estate guys, we do want to talk about the, the real estate aspect of it. Yeah, so, what, of, I mean, what do you think the impact is on, on that infrastructure then or on that process as it relates to industrial property? Well, you know, I, I think it, you know, depends on how big the reverse logistics is going to get and what kind of stuff gets, you know, returned. I mean, for one thing, like, let's say one of the areas that's growing in industrial is the cold storage, Mm -hmm. um, which is going to be more for, you know, groceries, uh, things like that. I don't really see people, you know, getting a bag of groceries and then turning around and saying, I want to return the celery. You know, you don't really do that much at the grocery store when you're there in person. Um, And so I don't think that's going to happen on the, um, you know, the e-commerce side. Right. Um, But what I do think is that, um, you know, for more, you know, dry goods, I think you're going to see that that's going to continue to increase as people get more comfortable with online shopping, Um, especially, you know, it's what's your size and do you have to, you know, do you have to order two or three things to get the right size of what you're looking for and then um, make sure that you return what, you know, what doesn't fit or what you don't like. Right. I agree with you. I don't see it being a return environment around perishable items. 
it's going to be more of those items that easily fit within a box or a bag that can be dropped off and aren't going to spoil. So like Mm -hmm. that UPS store is going to, you know, batch up those returns into individual, some sort of individual packaging, put them into a big box and send them back to some legit reverse logistics type of a facility. Right. And so the question then becomes, is that reverse logistics facility built in with the let's show we say forward logistics facility mm-hmm. or do though do, do some of the bigger players start to build um you know new new places just to handle the returns yeah i mean i think that could trigger even further growth on the industrial side um for every one logistics facility or let's say for every 10 logistics facilities there might need to be one or two reverse logistics facilities just to handle the flow of goods back in and then redistribute those to their warehouses so that those items can be resold right and if you recall a couple of months ago we talked about repurposing um, retail and we had talked about you know taking a department store and maybe turning part of it into a distribution center or fulfillment center and maybe you know upstairs being fulfillment or maybe upstairs being retail, downstairs being mm-hmm. fulfillment, but maybe it becomes a matter of you take a project like that and downstairs is fulfillment and upstairs is returns. Yeah, that's interesting because we did talk about that last mile logistics, right? Where we're getting, uh, a, or we're putting a warehouse in a more residential area that can then obviously uh, transport those goods and orders out to the population. It would be interesting to see if they do modify that to include that reverse logistics hub as well, so that I'm not dropping it off, let's say, at the UPS store or Kohl's, but I'm going to drop it off directly at that e-commerce site, You know, probably reducing shrinkage and loss and damage along the way and enabling them to better control the re-inventory, repackage, and resale of those items. Right. But, and, and you know, and I, th- I think that makes a lot of sense. I think also the thing with the reverse logistics is by virtue of there being obviously less returns than initial purchases, they could be a little bit smaller too. Um, You're not going to need a million square foot warehouse to hold, you know, returns unless maybe it be some type of a regional, you know, depot or something like that. But, you know, from the standpoint of ease of customers, um, you could build something into a storefront perhaps, um, or, you know, some other infill location where you just don't need that much space Um, could probably deal with, you know, keep it under a retail zoning as opposed to a um, industrial zoning um, and just make it really convenient for the customers to, um, you know, to return their items. Yeah. So then your, your platform is involved in the entire customer experience from the time the order is placed to the delivery. And then on the return side as well, you're not relying on a third party intermediary where you lose control of that process and lose control of the chain and lose control of the customer experience as well. Exactly. So, you know, cradle to grave from the time you order till the time you either are satisfied with your purchase or get your money back, um, you're dealing with the same company. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, um, just wanted to have a brief discussion about that. I think it's something that you're going to see more and more of as we uh, go on, um, as people continue to buy online and um, realize they don't like what they got or doesn't fit or you know, maybe I clicked the button twice and I got two of them and, um, well, you know, start to see things going back the other direction. Yeah. And in the try on and buy or uh, the try on and buy has become the buy and try on, right? Mm-hmm. And return. So I agree with you. I think it's a relevant topic. We're going to see more and more of that. Thanks everybody for joining us. That's about all the time we have for today. Um, we'll be back next week with another live cast. Until then, I'm Rob Nowak with Weaver and joined by Howard Altshuler partner in charge of real estate services for Weaver. Talk to you all soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone.